Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, happy Monday, February 13th, 2023. It's your boy Dave Neal, stand-up comic. Welcome to Bachelor Rush Hour. Oh, that's right. We got that sexy pre-Valentine's Day music. How's everyone doing out there? Day after Super Bowl Sunday. Any happy Kansas City Chiefs fans? Maybe some sad Phillies fans? Uh, Maybe you're like me, uh, Patriots fan, and you've just... Try to remember the good old days of Tom Brady. Hey, that's what Valentine's Day is all about, right? Remembering old relationships, right? You ever do that? You are like, oh, I wonder where that... Not to say you glorify it or remember the goods of it, but you're like, oh, yeah, remember that? Well, that's what I'm doing with my boy Tom Brady here, remembering the Super Bowls that we had in a different lifetime. Because now the Patriots suck. And uh, football's over, folks. We have a nice little offseason ahead. Not much to talk about. It is barrel scraping season with Bachelor, which this is the time of year. There aren't too many big news stories. But if you are new to my channel, this is Bachelor Rush Hour. I compile the day's list of topics. And there are a few things. We have Clayton Eckerd's new book. We'll discuss that. I've got the trailer for tonight's episode of The Bachelor. I'll share that with you guys. Plus what uh, Hannah Brown had to say regarding her uh, big uh, iconic moment on her season of The Bachelorette when she moved the podium away from Luke P. She talked about that on the uh, podcast, The Squeeze. So as I like to do, I share all the different little clips with you guys of what's going on. I'm sure the next couple days we might have some bigger stories ahead. There is speculation that there may be a valentine's uh massacre happening right now between serene russell and brandon jones which i don't believe and i'm not here to speculate all the rumors that are online about their relationship not being together she's in oklahoma he's farther away as we saw they had a very just amazing um proposal that went down on their season of the bachelor in paradise but not every relationship works and you know what's what works on the beach doesn't always work off the beach and that's the issue at hand so if you're joining us on wednesday february 15th we've got a sold out show in san diego katie thurston and myself are producing a live stand-up show vip is sold out general admission is sold out i've got bachelor alumni trying to get tickets we're gonna have a packed green room i believe doors open at 6 30 show starts at 8 um it's gonna be a fun time so if you don't have your tickets yet, just uh, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. But, you know, if the show goes well, we may consider other towns from Columbus, Ohio to El Paso, Texas, maybe Philly to Kansas City, Portland to Boston. We'll be all over. the Maybe, maybe not. We'll have to see uh, the turnout we get from this show, although I do expect it to be going well. Um, I'm not really I'm not nervous, but I am a little anxious because sometimes when you perform in front of a maybe non stand up crowd, it's a little different. Plus, I've got some new stand-up jokes that I've written that are specifically for Bachelor audience, and I'm still working them out. I'll be at an open mic tonight after tonight's uh, episode of The Bachelor, working out this joke where I compare the fantasy suite. The whole premise of the joke is that you shouldn't marry an insurrectionist, but you can have sex with them. That's the premise of the joke. You know, like, uh, the only capital you're going to be storming is in my pants. That type of deal, folks. You know what I mean? Like, let's play a game called Find My Pelosi. You know what I'm talking about, folks? Break down these chamber walls is what I'm trying to say. Don't stop till I call the Capitol Police. That's what the fantasy suite's all about. That good old role play. You know, the safe place to talk about, you know, to uh, uh, explore your feelings. All right, folks. Well, these are jokes. We'll have to see how they come off. Maybe it's bombing. Maybe it's not. Uh, Controlled bang. We'll have to see uh, how Zach does on his season with the fantasy suites. 
Uh, we're still a few weeks away from that, although he did have an overnight date last night. Now, if you watch my YouTube video, you'll hear the full story, but I played the trailers for Zach's season uh, for, for tonight's episode of The Bachelor, and in one of the trailers, we see that they head off to the Bahamas, and I have to tell you, I was a little jealous as where they stayed in the Bahamas is directly next to the hotel I stayed at and the hotel I stayed at was one of the worst hotels I've ever stayed at. So, uh, they, they're, they're at the good place. They're at the five-star resort, not the, uh, not the trashy spot that I stayed with, with uh, that had rusty nails in the sand. It's hard to sunbathe when the sand has rusty nails in it, but either way, uh, the crystal clear waters of the Bahamas will be a perfect backdrop for Zach to find his love. Should we jump right into it and look at, or listen to, I should say the trailers from Zach's season. So let's do that. If you haven't checked these out already, I'm going to play two or three different trailers. The first one we have Jesse Palmer letting the ladies know that Zach will not be attending a group date and then he surprises them with a trip to the Bahamas. Have a listen. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Well, it's not going to be a date today because (laughs) Zach's no longer here. He cannot wait for all of you to join him because you're going to the Bahamas. He goes, flight leaves in an hour, and then the girls scramble like they're on supermarket sweeps. Let me tell you something. If I told my my wife the flight leaves in an hour, she would literally have a panic attack and crawl under the bed. She needs at least 15 hours to prepare for a flight. Oh, what should I pack? And here's what happens. She picks out 35 different outfits, and she plans on whittling them down to like seven outfits. But then she goes, well, I can't decide what I want. I'll just bring them all, and then we end up having to check an extra suitcase. That's the life, folks. That's love. So then we have Gabby yelling, we're going to the Bahamas. Good for them. The rest is kind of just visuals of them, you know, with their blurred butt cracks jumping into the ocean. And let's play this other clip, which is Zach finding out that somebody might be there for the wrong reasons. Have a listen. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing okay, I guess. This is all just very hearsay, but Anastasia, she's constantly always talking about the amount of Instagram followers that she's going to get while being here. And it's literally like... That freaks me the f- out. Um, I am like terrified that I would, you know, end up with someone that was here for the wrong reasons. It's really mm-hmm. not there to like love me and have a future, but really there for the fame. Hearing this information about Anastasia, I need to address it like a thousand percent. Hello, hello. Hi. Anastasia, can you join me? Yes. So Zach comes in and you could see there was some tension there and I'm thinking to myself, what's going on? Okay, I have a question for you. Are you really here for me? Coming up tonight on The Bachelor. And of course, my response, which I posted on Twitter, I'm sorry, on Instagram, was that, hey, Zach, you are cashing a $125,000 check to be there. And look, I get he's role-playing the here for the right reasons thing they do every season, you know, fabricating that drama, you know, that mid-season drama that doesn't really exist. I understand that. My guess is this isn't a Brandon and Piper getting caught talking about all the fame and fortunes they're going to get, but this is a just a chance of, like, 
like, yeah, of course people are going to be there. Zach, they're working for free. They are on a TV show. They have canceled their jobs. They have spent all money on bronzers and things like that. What You know what I mean? Heels, stilettos, dresses, sequins, stitch kits. Uh, Christina Mandrell had to get a babysitter. You know what I mean? You know how expensive babysitters are these days? So all of that's going on. And Zach's the only one on camera that's making money. And I just wish one day they would call that out. You here for the right reasons? I don't know, Zach, are you? And then you go, well, there can be multiple reasons. You can be here to gain a few Instagram followers and also find love. But as we know, the chances at love are slim. And speaking of finding love, Clayton Eckerd did not find love externally on his season of The Bachelor, but hey, maybe he found it within. He's got a new book out. Let's hear what he has to say on his Instagram story. And then afterwards, I will share a little um, uh, his Instagram post. Have a listen. A pretty big day for me. The book is officially out. I'm currently in a hotel room in South Carolina for an event tonight, but I'm standing up because I am just amped. I would love for you guys to get a copy of this. I'll put the link right here for you all to click. And the guys, this book is really just for anybody that maybe has lost some hope, uh, feels alone. This book, I talk about my mental health struggles. I talk about being able to establish self-belief, coming from a place of self-doubt, and how I think that this can help others get to that same place. So super excited for y'all. It took me eight months, but I finally did it. And And congratulations to Clayton Ecker for writing his new book. Uh, I'll read what he said on Instagram. Eight months later, and I officially have a book to share with y'all. I wrote 180 Degrees partly for myself as it was therapeutic to document my mental health journey from childhood childhood up until now. It was long overdue for me to address all the Uh, It was long overdue. I lost my space. (laughs) Sorry, hold on a second here. It was long overdue for me to address all the jumbled up thoughts in my head and begin to untangle them little by little. We'll have to see what he says about Rachel, what he says about Susie and anyone else that was on his season of The Bachelor. Of course, that plays into his story. We know he's in a good place with Rachel. uh, But of course, the mental health issues that he faced after being the most hated person for a few months, at least in Bachelor Nation is not something um, that we all uh, get a chance to be the center of. So we'll have to hear what he has to say. I'm sure he's learned so much. And um, as far as his journey goes, we're 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 rooting for you, Clayton. And uh, we'll have more information on that book when it comes out. I think it's for sale now. So you can go to Amazon and just type in 180 degrees, um, which, by the way, is as hot as it gets in the Bahamas. No, uh, Bahamas is actually pretty, pretty well. Well, uh, well, it's moderate. It, yeah, it's it gets hot and humid, but uh, of course you're by the beach. You're having a um, Bahama Mama, nice uh, spiced rum, right? So life life is good out there. And we'll watch that tonight. Uh, if depending on when you're checking this out, I will be live for the pre-show tonight, which is 7 p.m. East Coast, 4 p.m. Pacific. So you can catch that, the pre-show. I'll be there for one hour. I won't be live afterwards. I'm going to be doing some stand-up comedy tonight. So I'll be busy doing that. I also have to run off because tomorrow's Valentine's Day and I haven't got my lady a present yet. So I don't know what we're going to get her, but I got to go find something good because uh, it's our first Valentine's Day as a married couple and your boy needs to to let her know she is loved. And you guys are all loved. Um, You guys are my big group date Valentine. So thank you all so much for being so supportive and for all the new people out there that joined us you know whenever we get new subscribers that's how iTunes ranks us not by not by who listens but actually who subscribes and by subscribes I mean follows or whatever on your iPhone so over the weekend we got up to I think number three 
in the U.S. in entertainment news. As you know, when we launched, we launched at number one. Just to be in the top 10 is really amazing. So I want to thank everyone who's given us a fair shot, shared the podcast on your Instagram. That's probably the best thing you can do is share it in your Facebook communities and on your Instagram because, you know, everyone's always looking for a new podcast. I was shocked when I did Bachelor Party, which, by the way, I thought was a conversation that went okay. I don't think we meshed like incredible friends, uh, but I think we had an okay conversation. Uh, but I think there's more. I think uh, I think uh, there's probably conversations that can still be had with other Bachelor communities to continue to build the channel. But I was surprised when people wrote in and said, oh, Dave, I'd never heard of your channel because, you know, we've been making consistent content daily on YouTube for the last few years and we get 15 plus million views a year. And it's so it's interesting to know there's still people out there that haven't heard of us. So we're going to continue to share the good word and continue creating content for you. All right. So our only featured clip of the day is a chat that Hannah Brown has on The Squeeze. Have a listen. So Hannah Brown was on The Squeeze, which is a podcast hosted by lovers Taylor Lautner and Tay Lautner. Yes, those are their names. We uh, might remember um, Team Jacob over here from Twilight, and here they are doing The Squeeze. Let's hear what uh, Hannah Brown has to say regarding her mental health and, of course, the infamous podium-moving rose ceremony she had when Luke P. would not take the hint to leave. For me to have that time, but when you are the lead... You know, production, like cost of, they have, you have this amount of days yeah, and it doesn't matter what you feel like, how much time you need. Yeah. We're getting this done. So there yeah. was no, like when you're, you're the person on camera the whole time. So there were no breaks. Yeah. So I think a lot of the times I was having these dramatic, I'll watch some, but people will post things for me on the show. I'm like, I was so dramatic, but I think it was also like this cry of, for help of like, yeah. I haven't had time to like really sit down yeah. and think about how I feel. Yeah. yeah. It, I am narrating the show, but I also have no idea how I actually feel. Yeah. And that was the part. It's not so hard in life though, to create the space to look back and have that retrospection. We're, we're so hustled and so day to day on the grind. How often do we meditate and really reflect on our journey, especially when you look at someone like Hannah Brown, when she's got a whole film crew following her around. That's why I would have these random like freak outs. I feel like of just like, how am I supposed to like make these decisions when you don't have time to think? Yeah. I would like, and you're so tired. I would, I, I was talking to the, I'm still close with the stylist on the show and he, we went and had, well, we had dinner that lasted forever. And he was like, I remember you would like sleep while the late uh, Gina did your makeup. I'm like, oh yeah. Like anytime I could sleep, I was sleeping. So I wasn't thinking. And so then we ended up with the, my season. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. We were just talking about, it popped up on my Explorer page. The, uh, what's his name? Oh, the iconic moment. Are you freaking oh, yeah. the saying? Oh my gosh. I, I forgot about that and rewatching it. I was like, yeah, I mean, thank The best part of this scene that they're alluding to, which they just showed the copy of, of Hannah Brown moving the podium, is that it was during the live finale. So the audience is clapping along. You get that live reaction of the, one of the most iconic moments in Bachelor history. Thank you for your season because it entertained <laughs> us. For well, also bit. now like, like, hearing you say like you literally don't have time to process like i can yeah. only imagine like we saw the frustration in your face but oh, like you literally psycho, couldn't even sure. think of it like you couldn't process yeah, it people are like what well, did you think of i was like i i really thought i went like 
like so, like a, a switch of crazy that hadn't been flipped on before <laughs> flipped on then. And I thought I was going to fight somebody like <laughs> more because I'm just mad. And it wasn't even like to the guy. I think it's just the whole situation of yeah. like why it was happening. I'm like, I'm, I don't care how heavy this thing is. I am like, <laughs> and it was kind of heavy. <laughs> you didn't make it look heavy. You I just moved so, it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, you had We're super strength right there. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, um, you're welcome, everyone. It. It, it was a, it was a, a different uh, experience for sure. I definitely did not hold much back. Oh my gosh, no, yeah. Dude. But you're yourself. That's yeah. that's commendable, and we love that. But I also wanted to touch on, just like you kind of said, like after the show, I've gotten to know Susie and Clayton really well, and like even before I knew them, kind of like the backlash that they got mm-hmm. from after the show, and just kind of seeing like what like the show didn't like they only fed into it with the girl season after. Um, did you have like, did you have support after? Did you feel like you could go? How was like, how was, was there mental health help after that? How do you feel? No, no. Um, I've noticed this about myself with a lot of the shows and things that I do. I'm still trying to figure out why I do this, but I isolate myself really and kind of like dissociate. Yeah. Uh, and after the show, I wouldn't go home. I only would only talk to producers, which is probably not healthy. I couldn't talk to my friends. I didn't know how to process what I was going through because those people were there. So I didn't have to fill them in on everything that happened. Um, not to use a sort of, um, analogy to uh to to war because of course going on the bachelor she'll have no idea what it's like for the people that actually braved and fought for their lives and put their lives on the line and saw death and all that but there is a comparison to the camaraderie of someone else who has a shared experience so that's why you see a lot of the alumni dating within their alumni groups because they know what it was like to have the nasty dms they know what it was like to have the whole world uh looking at them or having been canceled you know whether you call it canceled or not hannah brown has to had to deal with her own controversies after her season of course we've discussed them at length she's had to overcome her own uh, big issues not just with love but also so social issues and it's something that most people don't deal with because they're not in the public eye so while you know she's in no place asking for anyone to feel bad for her you know i can understand why she felt more connected to the producers even though they were in part part of her problem than she would her own family and friends from back home and you know i'd never done therapy and didn't have that like hadn't done that. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I needed help. I definitely knew I needed help, but I just didn't know what to do. I was out here by myself. Didn't like literally by myself because I was so isolated. Like I just, I wanted to do as much press as I could, not because I wanted to be out there, but it was just something to do. Cause I could talk about that. And then I didn't want to be at home, but I didn't want to talk to anybody. Mm. And I still catch myself be going into that. That's kind of my cycle. I, shut everyone off and kind of go inward. Yeah. So I definitely did that before, but I was looking for any type of distraction that wouldn't make me have to like open up to somebody, talk to somebody, um, just more like work, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's so insightful. And I think that's so awesome that you've like learned that because I always feel like 
not that mental health is like addiction, but like the first step is like realizing you have a problem. I feel like that's very applicable to a lot of like mental health struggles. The first step is like, you got to realize something's wrong. Like for me personally, it took me a long time. Yeah. I, I mean, you too, but me, like, I'm still, I, I feel like we're similar. I yeah. still am very much in a place where it frustrates me because I feel like I can't put my finger on it. Yes. My- and of course, when they talk about mental health, in a lot of ways, we criticize the show, but I need to equally criticize audience. You know, the show didn't create a these villains with the extremities that exist now. So when the show started 15 years, whenever it was, you know, years ago, social media wasn't on everybody's ass the way they are now. So they could create a controlled fire solve the fire by the season being over and then everyone overcame it at like the women tell all or the men tell all so they could create a villain and then and then recover that villain now not to say that that's a good thing but they could get away with that in today's world that's just not happening you you see the great unfollowing the social and again i'm not saying whether it's good or bad it's just it's not just about uh, ter- uh building someone up and then ripping it ripping them down it's the sort of salting the earth afterwards scorching their future opportunities for growth. Usually you mess up, you, you, you do something bad in normal life when you're not like a celebrity or, or, or have any sort of influence. You learn from it and then the next week you pick yourself up and you, and you do better. In a lot of cases, what we're learning is that they're having a hard time picking themselves up because no one's letting them forget the issues and the mistakes that they made. Yeah, some people might call me an apologist for that, but I think that's one of the bigger issues with social media is that how, how many apologies do people need? How many times do people need to uh, overcome from what they've done or the apology wasn't said in the right way or not used the right words or this or that. And with social media, it almost feels like you're constantly reliving your darkest days when you've made a mistake. And then you have leads and alumni who are afraid to even, or, you know, make that mistake in the first place. So anyway, um, that's interesting that, because I, I, I do believe the blame needs to be placed on an audience that is uh, sort of like bloodthirsty. You know, I also forgot to mention the halftime show. That's always the thing the day after the Super Bowl. Well, what did you think of the halftime show? We saw Rihanna, uh, you know, pregnant, doing her thing. I thought it was good. I mean, I thought the, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, there wasn't enough gyrating, not enough dancing. And then whenever I watch the halftime show, I always think like, oh, what's what's my sister going to say? Because she has four little kids and she's always like, oh, you know, she's always like, oh, J-Lo shouldn't have been wearing that or they shouldn't have been thrusting into the microphone or whatever, you know, like, and it's like, all right, well, maybe your kid shouldn't be watching the adult halftime show. This isn't like Teletubbies. It's made for adults. You know, it's like we all watch a violent sport where people are literally dying on the field. And they were like, oh, but Rihanna, you smelled her own farts on on the stage or whatever the hell she was doing. Uh, We saw it. But either way, I thought she did great. Um, You know, um, I feel like like anything in life, everything's either a five star or a one star. I loved it. I hated it. There's just never in between. Like my podcast, it's all five star reviews and one star reviews. It's either love what you're hearing or you hate it. There aren't many people that are like, well, it was okay, I guess. You know, it's fine. There's something better, you know. Uh, we do hope to improve the show. It's not, uh, you know, it's a new it's a new venture for us. I'm learning that the podcast world that we're in here with daily content is a little different than what I do on YouTube. You know, I can connect with you guys in certain ways that are a little different than the way I connect with my YouTube audience. And if you didn't know, I think I already mentioned it, but I did a special bonus episode yesterday, which answered some of your questions. Maybe I'll do more of those in the future, just like a weekend Q&A. 
But of course, if anyone ever has any questions they want me to address, you can just DM me on Instagram at dneals, D-N-E-A-L-Z. Plus, we have the Patreon community where I've got all the behind-the-scenes bonus content, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. If you want to look into my love life, we actually, my wife and I just watched our uh, a photo album. So we have two different videos that are up on the Patreon. The photo album video is all of the photos, like hundreds of them. We videoed ourselves looking at the photos so you can see us reacting to all the photos, which is kind of nice if you want. It's a long video, but that's on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal, and then we'll release it on Tasha's YouTube channel. The other video is also now available on Tasha's YouTube channel. Just search Tasha Courtney or Dave Neal, and that video is us watching the uh, wedding video, which, of course, if you're new here, we got married in the fall, so it was kind of a big deal in my world. But um, we'll, al- we'll also have more behind-the-scenes Q&A videos from my stand-up show with Katie Thurston, which is Wednesday night in San Diego. So if you didn't get tickets and aren't able to make it there, just join the Patreon, and we'll have some behind-the-scenes content. I'll probably show the Patreon my whole entire set, which will be around 20, 25 minutes, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. All right, folks. Well, that's going to be it for me. Everyone have a fantastic one today. Enjoy the episode. Catch us on the pre-episode live stream on YouTube if you want to be a part of that fun community. Otherwise, we'll be back tomorrow. I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. Bye.